0: What is up guys, welcome back to the Stoner Thoughts Podcast And you know what, I just want to first say a huge, huge thank you you guys The the listens to this have gone up a bit And that makes me, like, literally happier than I think you could imagine Like, really, thank you I, I appreciate it very much, even though I keep doing this thing where I breathe and it pops the mic But tonight, you know, after I've been smoking with some friends tonight By the way, my roommate's girlfriend just had her birthday, so happy birthday and, you know what? We we celebrated a bit tonight. I have literally been smoking since, like, like, 1 o'clock this afternoon. Had the day off. Had nothing better to do. Figured I'd play some Call of Duty Black Ops, Cold War, and think about ideas. Things to talk to you guys about. Things to, like, really, like, get across this episode. I don't know. So it's kind of a bunch of random shit. And it's, like, just, like, the compilation list of, like, personal things that I do... Like when I smoke, like what my ritual is, the kind of people that I like to smoke with, what the whole vibe of like the sessions that I like to smoke in are, and like just some genuine tips on how to set like the mood, the atmosphere, and how to get like the best results out of whatever you're getting yourself into. So, you know what? I'm gonna turn the music up real quick, get back into this article, and I'll let you know exactly where it's from and who wrote it in the next part. Alright guys, sorry, that break was a little bit longer than normal, I'll probably edit part of that out, like, be honest, let's do a little bit of editing from now on. But today's article comes from The Stoner Mom, and it's labeled Responsible Cannabis Lifestyle, that's the name of the website. This one is The Art of the Sesh, by The Stoner Mom, published in January of 2018. But I'm sure it still applies to today, because really, let's be honest, not much has changed. So... Mom's Guide to Productive Medication Session. Alright, so this one's more for the moms out there. I guess. I mean, I should have figured that out by the fact that the website is called The Stoner Mom. But I'm sure this could apply to just about anybody that wants to have a good session, a chill vibe, sit down, smoke, turn on some cool lights and some Netflix, and relax. And the first part of this says, A mindful wake-and-bake session with a potent sativa and a cup of coffee is my favorite way to start my day. This article had to prepare for a sesh... I mean... Let's let's be real, like if you don't prepare for the session, you don't pick up snacks beforehand, you're not ready to smoke, you don't have the water ready, the bong clean, the piece clean, whatever you're going to use, like, if you're just not ready, those are the first basic steps. Before we even get into the article, I'm going to segue a little bit here. It even says right here, one of the first things is, start with clean glass. Clean your glass piece, pieces, pieces with 90% rubbing alcohol, icy probable found in any grocery store. See holes with paper towels or strain wrap and add coarse salt and then shake it like a Polaroid picture. Okay. Uh, did you know actually you're not supposed to shake Polaroid pictures? That's actually bad for them. Okay. And then it says on here, rinse and scrub with pipe cleaners rated from the kids' art supplies. I'm not going to lie. I've done this. My uh, <laughs> my, my housemate's daughter had an entire gigantic, like, 300-piece bag of pipe cleaners. And when I went to go clean my pieces, I literally just grabbed, like, I don't know, probably 10 or 20 of them. Like, a hand, a small handful of them. Because, dude, let me tell you, this one pipe that I cleaned, it was supposed to, It when, after I cleaned it, it was, like, a bright pink and clear. Before I cleaned it, it looked like the pipe was just black and, like, dark, dark blue and green. That's how much, like, resin and buildup was inside this pipe. I guess it had been sitting for a long-ass time with shit in it. Because it had been smoked out of so much that you couldn't really smoke out of it anymore. But I took a little metal scraper piece, like, you know the dental tools? Kind of like that. Reached in there and kind of started scraping around and picking at it and breaking little pieces out. Shaking it until stuff was just falling out. Let it run under hot water until it was literally just spewing chunks all over the sink. Like, dude. It took me about two and a half, almost three hours to clean this thing. But when I was done, it, did that thing look fucking good? Tell me I'm wrong. So, yeah, always start with clean glass. Number two is prepare the water. Okay. Bong water, bro. We're talking like it says on here on the flip side, bong water can be warm. Bong water can be soothing on the throat and cut back on coughing. No, 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 no. Okay. I understand where you're coming from with a little bit of the steam effect going on it, but I cannot, I don't know if anybody else let me know somehow. Check me out on the Instagram and DM me what you prefer. Warm or cold bong water. I've always been cold, as cold as possible, I'm talking, fill that ice catcher, like, as much as you can, take your hits, drop a percolator disc in there, if you have a bong that you can do that with, like, drop a couple of those in there for the double filtration action, get that extra air bubbles going, you know, something like that, make it as cold and as soothing as you can fucking get, because, dude, I've smoked warm bong water before, like, a bong that you've, like, you packed a bowl in that morning, you smoked out of it, you didn't think to change out the water before hitting it again at, like, 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, And the water is just this lukewarm, like, bad temperature. And it's like, you know, I I don't mean to sound like one of those preachy fucking stoners or anything like that. But if you have the option to go pick up, like, a gallon, like, a gallon jug of water from, like, a gas station or a grocery store, you can pour cups of it to drink, but you can also keep it cold... And use that to fill your bongs, because I'm telling you, dude, drinking water, like, purified water, better quality water, hits better. There's there's a huge difference. Like, I had a buddy once, he had one bong that we would very rarely smoke out of, but when we did smoke out of it, you want to know what he put in this thing? He would always go to the gas station and buy two big-ass bottles of Fiji water, and we'd be smoking Fiji, and I tell you, dude, that shit actually fucking, like... It made a world of difference. If you've never tried it, try it a couple times. Don't do it every single time because I'm pretty sure that would get kind of expensive after a minute. But, like, try the simplest things. Like, better quality water. Obviously, better quality weed and ice catcher. Like, you know, uh, something that's not like a $15 Cheapo Depot, like, cigarette shop side of the road bong. Like, buy, like, something that's actually meant for, like, a heavy... If you are a heavy smoker, buy something that's meant for the heavy smoker. Buy something that's more, like, I'm not saying buy something that's more expensive, but if you 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 get what you pay for as far as glasses involved. So, if you want a big piece, big clouds, huge results, like a big high, then yeah, nine times out of ten, I'll recommend pick up a bigger, more heavy duty bong, or like just you're gonna be constantly having to clean pieces and soak them in alcohol. And how I do it is I have I have two pipes that I kind of switch between. One's like a smaller one, and one's like a little bit bigger of like a spoon pipe, hand pipe. And, like, it just works. Like, I smoke out of both of those, and I just kind of rotate and clean one. And while I'm cleaning one, I'll be smoking out of the smaller one. Like, but, again, be wary of tiny pieces because, yes, as some of you have seen on TikTok and Instagram, I do have a little bit of facial hair, not, like, a full-on beard. I'm going to be straight up with you. I I look shitty right now because I need to shave the sides and just keep, like, the goatee. But if you're lighting, like, a two-inch pipe that close to your face use a lighter that you can turn the fucking flame sorry i peeked the mic again use a lighter that you can turn that fucking flame down on it to really really low otherwise you're going to be straight up like nuking your fucking face like with heat you're just going to get the heat from the lighter if you hit it too hard on that small of a piece with too big of a flame you can literally just straight up inhale fire and that's not something that anybody wants to do all right guys the next tip on here says pre-fill two bowls if you have a higher tolerance and consume more cannabis than others, try preparing two bowls at a time. Once the first one is done, plop in the fresh one, easy peasy, and you get to skip the step of cleaning and refilling a bowl. Also consider preparing two bongs for one session. All right, all right, I understand that. I understand the pack two bowls thing. I mean, if you have to. Like I said, I have two pipes that I switch between. It's not that hard for me to kind of pack a bowl on the go. Like, shit, I've been doing it long enough. If I can't. If it takes me more than, like... A minute or two to pack a bowl there there is a problem there's something going wrong like it, it, it would have to be a rough-ass day if I can't pack a bowl in less than like two or three minutes and then the next one is have a backup bowl stem and pipe yeah and it even says here nothing's worse than sitting down to smoke and then somehow breaking an essential piece okay you know there's a lot of different things you can pick up for example this dizzy that I'm gonna take a hit of real quick and I got the disposable the blue dream one and it is a half gram, and it has lasted me almost, like, yeah, maybe, like, four day, four or five days. And the best part is, I'm, like, barely, like, halfway through it, maybe halfway, like, barely, dude, barely. And, uh, I don't know, I keep preaching about the stizzies, man, but if you guys haven't tried them yet, like, give them a shot. I'm telling you, man, these things are fucking delicious, But yes, always have a backup bowl, stem, and pipe. Like, have extra pieces. Like, I recommend, too, if you're going to be smoking on the regs, you have, like, more than one bong anyway. I, uh, did own multiple bongs, but I broke two of them within the span of, like, two weeks. I know. I know. Oh, this dude's talking about stoner thoughts, and yet he just broke two bongs. You know what? The first one wasn't my fault. That one broke because there was an earthquake. By the way, I live in Southern California. In the Coachella Valley. Close to the San Jacinto Fault, so there are constant sorry. peeking the mic again, sorry. Uh, there are constantly earthquakes and shit over here. Sometimes ones that you don't even feel because we're just so used to feeling them. So one night I left my one night I left my pipe, my first pipe that I had, the really nice one that's been on the Insta, too close to like the edge of my bedside table. An earthquake happened while I was gone at work. The next day, I come home, it's shattered on the ground in pieces. Same thing with a bong Like there was a bong sitting in my bathroom on the shelf Not not like a shelf but like on the counter And I was just like oh that's not going to fall I come home and it's literally Had fallen over into the sink Thank god Shattered so I picked out the bigger pieces Threw them like took everything out to the recycle bin Tossed them And I'm just like man it's, not, it's really not my week for pieces But you always want to have a backup My backup piece is the little R2D2 Silicon bubbler that I have Like if you haven't seen it it's on my Instagram somewhere you can go check it out. It's actually pretty cool. It's like a 3D printed, um, 3D printed bubbler. And I really like smoking out of that. But again, the thing about that too is, like, you got to keep them clean. You got to keep them, like, dapped up, washed, nice, and like, you know, alcoholed up. I'll, I'm eventually just going to fill my sink with icy alcohol and let all my pieces sit in it and kind of, like, mix them around and shake them as, like, I clean them. I don't know. I just, I just need to, like... I need, to, I need to start cleaning my pieces more often, actually. I always forget sometimes, and I'll look at a piece after a while and go, Oh, well, that's fucked. And then, like, I just won't think twice about cleaning it until I get, like, in that mindset of, Oh, shit, I don't want to smoke out of a dirty piece. Next one up is the case for the blunt. It says, I adore smoking a thick blunt, but they aren't always the most discreet of methods. I don't get the opportunity to do so very often. But for full-on stoner sessions with no kids, anywhere for miles, give me a blunt. Plus switching up your consumption method Helps you support a healthy tolerance It's all good, I don't mind blunts If people smoke blunts, they smoke blunts I smoke blunts every now and then but Let me tell you, instead of buying a Swisher from a gas station Or a White Owl Or any of those other brands of Products like that If you're gonna smoke weed Get something without like the tobacco aspect to it Unless you're already a tobacco smoker And you know Part of the reason that you get hooked on blunts Isn't because of the THC and the weed in it Part of it like I've said before is the ritual of rolling the blunt, grinding the weed, picking out the stems, like putting it all together, getting it all nice and rolled up and then having like a blunt to smoke out of and you're like, yeah, I rolled that. But another big reason that people get hooked on blunts is they're hooked on the nicotine. And you don't think about that because if you're just a stoner and your primary thing is weed and you don't have any kind of like daily nicotine regular nicotine intake, like it's really it's really a question of like I guess like your personal decisions or something like something along that line like but they do make blunt wraps that are 100% like the hemp wraps and I really 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 fucking love those like they're fucking delicious plus no tobacco all right another tip from them is grind up enough cannabis for the entire session at one time I don't need to read this to explain it to you. Like, if you're going to smoke and you know you're going to be packing bowls and you're going to be rolling joints and you're going to be doing all this shit, grind up, break up, do everything you can, like, and put it in, like, like a little couple prep jars. You can buy really small mason jars, literally, at the 99-cent store. And keep, like, your nugs in one, keep them fresh, put, like, a humidipack in there or something. Make sure you keep it, like, moist. Not wet, not nasty and, like, hard to break up, but, like, moist. Like, enough that, like... You know how your weed is when you very first open up the jar that you get from the dispensary and you're like, oh, this smells amazing. This looks like it's going to taste bomb. you got to keep it moist to keep that, like, same level. But you can also just use, like, an orange peel and put it in with the jar or put it into the jar with the weed for, like, two two to three hours. Take it out. Your weed will be rehydrated because it absorbs the moisture from the orange peel. And if you kind of, like, squeeze a little bit, I've noticed when you put it in, like, it puts, like, this citrus kind of zing to your weed I don't know if that's like 100% facts, but that's always like kind of something that I've noticed and something that like something that like I actually do enjoy doing. And I really prefer smoking like that because for some reason, like it just it I not prefer smoking like that, but doing that method of rehydrating it, because not only does it give it a flavor, but it keeps it like moist and fresh longer, too, especially if you're like buying ounces, half ounces, and you're like your shit starting to like fall apart and go a little bit dry. You don't want it to throw away, like, a quarter ounce of weed and be like, oh, I just can't smoke this, like, it's nasty, it's disgusting. No, you want to kind of, like, vibe with it and be like, all right, cool, this is what I'm going to do to fix my problem. You can use apple slices, too, and it does give the weed, like, a slight, like, hint of, like, apple, like, more of a smell than, like, a taste, I think. All right, guys, so uh, I totally cut myself off there because I really went on, like, a five-minute rant about flavoring weed to the point that I Googled some shit about flavoring weed, and it does say you can use, like, fruit and, like, shit like that to flavor your weed and apparently there's also like sprays that are available that you spray onto your weed when it's in the jar like you spray it on the glass and the weed soaks up like it's basically like seasoning like adding a little extra onto your weed i guess i don't fucking know man like it it was bad i just i I had to cut the tangent off (laughs) so anyways the last thing we talked about was grinding up enough cannabis for the entire session at one time It really helps. It'll make it easier. It'll make progression through the bowls and everything much easier if you've already got everything separated and ground up. And then let's see the setup. Number two, lighters. Lighters are notorious for disappearing into the nether of the couch. Have a second one on hand so you don't ruin the vibe. Facts. Number two, a candle. I actually have some scented candles burning out in my room right now. Because again, we've been smoking all night, and my room kind of smells like the dank. I'm probably gonna make it smell more dank by the end of the night, but you know what? That's that's just up to me. But yeah, having like a candle, or like having like some scented candles going during a smoke session will definitely increase the vibe levels like by by at least ten points. Hemp wick. Hemp wicks easy, simple way to greatly increase the pleasure of the smoke sash. A paw, available from money vendors, but hemp wicks, like, skip the lighter. Yeah, resulting in great flavor and no gas inhalation. Yeah, hemp wick is actually, like, pretty good because, like, if you have the, if you have, it even says here, too, pro tip, if you have the scented candle going, you don't have any, any amount of butane going into it because you're literally burning hemp wick with a candle flame. It's going to burn at a lower temperature. And it's just, Hempwick is really, really fun and enjoyable to smoke out of smoke smoke with. Like, I remember when an ex-girlfriend of mine and I actually smoked with Hempwick exclusively until we ran out of the roll. And we would always light it with a lighter or a candle. But you still have to have a lighter because you have to light the candle. Unless, I guess, you're really good with a magnifying glass and good luck doing that at a night smoke sesh. A poking tool. I call these pokies. Okay, I bet you do. If you have nothing on hand, try uncooked spaghetti toothpicks or a bamboo skewer from the kitchen. Okay, you know, yeah, I guess. Any sort of poking tool is great for de a bowl. Yeah, you know, like, there's there's a lot of things about smoking, smoke sessions, and the number one thing you need to learn is if you're smoking a bowl and it's, like, cashed out, by cached i mean like it's like straight up white ash there's no green you go to light it it doesn't light anything you hit it harder you hit the lighter thinking it's gonna do something it's gonna do something and then you end up getting a mouthful of absolutely disgusting ash that is all your fault like you can tell when a bowl is cached because it'll just stop sparking and at that point just you know tap it out or like put it on the debowler, spin it a couple times pull it off like You should be good. I mean, sometimes your screen might fall out or whatever, but you just pop that thing back in there, pack another bowl on top of it, and you'll be fine. The resin from the next bowl, nine times out of ten, will be enough to hold it in place. Either that, or just don't lose it. But I would recommend using a screen, because otherwise, man, you can get those Scooby Snacks. We've already talked about how nasty those are. And for those of you that haven't heard, Scooby Snacks is when you're smoking a bowl, you ain't got a screen, there's no filter involved. And you inhale either ash or, like, a piece of weed into your mouth. And 9 times out of 10, it, like, sticks on your... There's the good case where it, like, comes in your mouth, sticks on your tongue, doesn't burn or anything. You just taste ash and you, like, pull it out, flick it away. Like, oh, man, that was gross. But then there's, like, the bad bad time to get a Scooby Snack. When you're taking that deep inhale, that piece of ash floats right down. You've already flattened out your tongue in your mouth because you're taking a freaking hit. And you end up getting that one piece of ash that finds its way into your lungs and it just murders you. And you cough out this giant cloud. You're inhaling and exhaling really fast because you're coughing. So basically, you have a constant in and out cloud of weed smoke that's going like, I'm gone, and then I'm back, and then I'm gone, and I'm back. And it basically makes you hold in that hit for like a solid 30, 40 seconds. And a lot of people have told me to that, you know, the whole hold it in, you'll get higher thing is a myth. I disagree. I know there's science behind it that proves me wrong but that does not mean I'm gonna stop holding in my hits from the bong like that's just not gonna happen like it's it's too much it's too ingrained in my smoking etiquette to hold a hit in as you're passing and then exhale like it's just been it's just been influenced into me so hard by so many different people over the course of the years that like it would feel unnatural if I took a bong toke and then just didn't hold it in you know Okay, another essential thing is a grinder. No shit. Like, if you don't have a grinder at this point and you're listening to the podcast, guys, go on Amazon. Pull up the Raw Life Grinder. Get one of those. They're supposed to last, like, fucking forever. Uh, Make sure it's authentic, though. Like, actually an actual raw grinder. I'm pretty sure you can go to, like, any local smoke shop and you'll be able to find something like that. But if you don't have a grinder, get one. If you think that breaking it apart with your hands is okay, my guy, it's it's twenty twenty one. It's twenty twenty one. We can we can get grinders. And if you're underage and can't go buy a grinder, please I'll give you like thirty seconds right here to go ahead and uh go ask your dad to buy one for you. You know, he'll probably tell you no, but hey. All right, now that all the kids are probably running all over to their dads, going, "Dad, this guy on the internet told me to ask you to buy a grinder for me." <sighs> oh my bad, guys. I had to cough. Just took a hit of the stizzy. I took a bit big of a hit, so I'm feeling pretty freaking fantastic right now. I kind of got caught in my mouth, but I'm not gonna walk away just yet. And I'm gonna like, I'm gonna try to finish this out. If I absolutely have to go get a drink, I will go get a drink. And one of the next things on this list is a measuring scoop or spoon. One of the questions I'm most frequently asked is, "What my what is the little spoon I use to scoop my cannabis?" It's just it's literally just a one-quarter t- tablespoon that I stole from my kitchen. Okay, like yeah, I guess having a spoon is essential. I get I guess having something like that that you can kind of like pick it up and put it in the bowl is essential. Um, if you don't want to use your you know fingers just you know i i don't mean to upset anybody i don't mean to piss off the person that wrote this article but uh i've never used a measuring spoon or a spoon or a scoop or anything like that to put my cannabis in a bowl i've always kind of used like my fingers or like like a like a debit card to kind of slide it across and like you know when you got nothing but a little bit of shreds of like keef and like little bits left on the tray where you kind of take a credit card and run it across it to get everything into one corner oh and back on the grinder things too if you don't want to buy an actual grind excuse me an actual grinder there's lots of these things i think they're called like cut cards where it's like a metal card and it's got like edges in it and you just take your nugs and you slide them back and forth across it real quick it's basically like a cheese grater a cheese grater plate for weed it's actually kind of dope next on this list container for ground cannabis all right, yeah, have have a jar. Like I said earlier, have a jar ready. Have one or two jars. Have a baggie, a container, something that you can put, like, the excess weed in. Especially if you're grinding up for the entire session and you're not actually, like, going to smoke all of it. Make sure you come prepared. Make sure you're, like, you know, in the, in the mindset, in the know, in the ready. Like, make sure you've got something going on up there. Because, you know, I hate to say it, but, like, you really, really, really got to have, like, Spare containers, like, all this different kind of shit. Drinking water, have a glass of water, and it also says, note, if a sesh is awake and bake, coffee is required. Uh, You don't have to have coffee in the morning, you could have a Red Bull, man, like, I'd smoke with someone that cracks Red Bulls and monsters first thing in the morning. Sip your monsters, smoke some sativa, get ready for your fucking day, you know, jump on the back of your motorcycle and ride off into the sunset, whatevs. A healthy snack for the munchies. Uh, yeah, we're going to skip past that one because uh, I'm very much the uh, the opposite when I smoke. Unless there is like, I can go get a salad or something like that. In which case, I will go get a fucking salad and chow down on that. But literally less than an hour ago, me and my friend that were hanging out, I, we, we, we literally ordered fucking McDonald's. We got the 40-piece chicken McNugget and two large Dr. Peppers and two large fries. You, you really think... I mean I know I shouldn't eat like that. I know it's bad for me. But man, if healthy food was cheaper, cheaper, if healthy food was cheaper, I would probably eat more of it. But you know what? It's kind of sad when I get 40 nuggets from McDonald's. But yet, you know, that the amount that I paid for those 40 nuggets will only get me like a bag of apples and like some carrots and a few other vegetables at the grocery store. And that's not even all the ingredients that I could use to make like a full meal. Like I'm talking meat, we're talking dressings, seasonings. Like, your boy can cook healthy-ass food. But you know what? It's expensive. Next on the list is audio enhancements. Uh, yeah, music and, like, I, I guess pot, you love listening to podcasts. Hey, guess what? You're on one. But um, something about not having the TV on. But still being pulled into a story works wonderfully with getting high. You know, I've had nights where I've smoked and literally just sat there and, like, listened to music for the entire, like... The entire evening. Done nothing else with myself. Had nothing else that I really needed to, like... You know, do at that time. Or, like, work towards. Or, like, have a goal that, like, I needed to set. And it's just, like... I I always end up sitting down and, like, watching Netflix or watching TV and like or, or being like on youtube like binge watching youtube for like hours on end and i, I don't know i don't know it's, it's a pretty bad it's a pretty bad habit but you know what it happens next on the list day planner notebook pen and pencil I i often have brilliant ideas when stoned don't you uh yeah you know what i guess so i mean i have a podcast that i do stone just about every single day like hey guys we're talking about us now and the next part is keeping it together even when you're stoned. And you know what? I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give myself that 30 second break since we came up to another spot in the article. But I'll be back guys. I'm just going to go grab something to drink real quick. Give me like 30 seconds. alright guys I'm not gonna lie I know that was longer than the 30 seconds I initially spoke of but you know what through the magical power of being able to cut that out well I'm back and I'm here and I have a can of Pepsi so let's finish out this article strong if I can even like get through the end of it I don't know the sesh keeping it together even when you're stoned be mindful of your time alright we're gonna we're gonna kind of not speed through these ones but we're gonna go like a little bit quicker unless I find something that like I can kind of talk about And being mindful of your time is one of them Make sure that if it's like the last smoke session of the night You and the boys are staying the night at a friend's house Before you get too fucked up Set alarms for the next day Me, when I was a kid, my parents would always tell me to be home by like 12 o'clock or 2 It was always either 10 o'clock in the morning 12 o'clock noon Or 2 o'clock in the afternoon It was always one of those three times that I had to be home by And I had a bicycle and a skateboard So I never had any excuse to not be home on time so if we were going to smoke that night, we had to make sure, manage everything. This is when we're going to eat. This is when we're going to bed. This is when we wake up. And we'd always break the going to bed part. But I'd always be up at like 8.30, 9 o'clock in the morning. No matter what time I went to bed, even like to this day still, kind of, some days, like I want to say like 85% of the time, like I wake up around like 9.30, 10 o'clock in the morning just automatically. Like even if I don't have to be up at that time, even if I go to bed like right now at like 3 o'clock. I'll probably still be awake by, like, 10, 30, 11. Bet. Bet. Take notes. As you bake, you often have realizations of things you want to get done. Record those things so they don't elude you post-session. Yeah, I don't know any stoner that sits there and takes notes. I mean, maybe if you're having, like, a self-reflective kind of session. And, like, you know, you're, you're just talking about something that, like, you know, a personal, like, thing, a personal thing that you're working through or something you're thinking about, like... It could be good for you. It could be bad for you. It could be whatever for you. It's whatever, honestly. Like, have rules for phones and TV. Our rules, our rules when we're all hanging out together and shit, our number one rule is, if you hear somebody pull, if you see someone with their phone in their hand and you hear a camera noise, the very first thing everybody does is turn to that person and go, hey, hey, delete that. Like, no, 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 no pictures of this. When you're smoking in the circle, in my opinion, it's pretty rude to, like, take pictures and stuff unless you ask beforehand like hey do you care if i like shoot a couple photos of the or like get a photo of you hitting the bowl like just the bowl not your face or anything like you know asking your friends to be models is sometimes the easiest way to get like a little bit of edge on that i don't know i don't know why i'm even talking about that and the rules for tv that i have when i smoke with people is like if we get stuck watching tv it could be a good time it could be a bad time it could be a whatever kind of time But, like, if we get stuck and all we're doing is watching TV and not having fun, I'll honestly go and, like, go take a weed nap. Because I get so bored of just, like, TV shows and, like, daytime television. There's never anything good on. Another one is no judgment, even for yourself. Even if you're a parent, everyone has a right to self-care, and cannabis is a part of that. Civil disobedience is okay, be responsible and stand up for what you believe in alright cool that went a little bit off the fucking rails there I wonder if she had smoked while writing this article but like yeah it does make sense no judgment even on yourself no judgment no arguing no yelling at yourself no getting mad at yourself like just kind of vibe enjoy the smoke roll through it do everything you gotta do have a good old time and like don't get too obsessed with like the constant like you know the constant drain of like trying to keep a session going and then you're like, oh, man, I feel this kind of way. I'm kind of sad about this. This was fucked up. And, you know, it's it's okay to kind of feel that way. It's okay to have, like, a little bit of judgment that you want to put on yourself. But just remember, the session is supposed to be a happy place with nothing but good vibes. The next one up is have a plan written out. We, we kind of went over that already. Know what time you're going to smoke. Know what time you're going to bed. Know what your activities are for the night. Like, have everything kind of, like, set up, lined up, and planned out. That way, once you actually get into the session... And you're actually, like, you know, making progress towards smoke session goals of achieving the wake and bake or the stone. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you, you gotta, you gotta be able to, like, take advantage. It says right here, take advantage of it. And avoid couch luck. All right, keep moving. Right, use podcasts as a background noise since they offer no visual component. buying for your attention. I, I, I guess, I guess, like, play loud music, grab your to-do list and get on it. All right. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna be that kind of power person, like I guess this article again is written for stoner moms. Like, if you gotta hit that sativa, you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta get shit done. Then hell yeah, like more power to you. Like I know, at least three moms, <laughs> mine included, who smoke weed and like they still go out, do shit, go grocery shopping, take care of their kids, and get shit done. Like huge, huge kudos. And uh, the same answer that I've heard from a few of them is. It just make it makes them feel like a better like a better parent like more patient, more like I don't know like more, I don't want to say forgiving but like forgiving like more like all right cool whatever happens happens, like you don't get you don't get as pissed off as often because you just kind of look at them and it helps you process things a little bit better. One of my friends she does it for her anxiety, she gets nervous like even when she's like left at home with her kids and she's a mom of three. And, like, she still, like, talks to me about it and goes, you know, oh, it's today, like, it was stressful. Like, you know, I couldn't. I, I had a hard time getting through everything today. Like, it was just a lot. And I was like, did you smoke? And she goes, well, I'm about to right now. After she put the kids to bed and she calls me on video chat and we smoke together and we bullshit. And, you know, I even asked her a few times, like, you know, what is the thing about weed that makes it work for you? And she goes, she goes, well, like, I have anger problems. And I know that I have anger problems, but when I use this, It makes me not so pissed off anymore. Like, I just don't want to slap the shit out of somebody. And you know what? Good job. Proud of you. Keep it up. Relieve coughing. Have water at every stoner session. Suck ice. Stand up during coughing fit. Hot warm tea with honey or a cream coffee. Fresh air can help as well. Yeah. Alright. 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 Yeah. Try not to cough. Try not to die. Especially not if there's a bong, like, in your mouth. Just be mindful. Be weary. Be careful. Because... I mean, shit can happen. Another tip is, don't hold in the smoke. It doesn't work, it doesn't make you higher, and it's not good for you. A three-second hold max is all it takes for the body to absorb cannabis. Damn, I mean, I just talked about that earlier. If you feel too high, go eat, move around, or lay down, find support, give yourself a pass, and go take a nap. Alright, well, that's it for this article. Thank you, the stoner mom. And, hey kudos to you guys but you know what here's a few of my tips for setting up a cool vibe sesh with your friends that you can really enjoy and it's a little bit different than like the active mom one that we just read about mine's super simple my number one thing is you always got to have like a good movie you got to have something to watch if it's like a gathering i guess the single mom one could be more of like a one person type deal thing like you know, waking up when your kids wake up in the morning, sneaking out, taking a couple hits of a toke, and then going back and doing what you gotta do, or, like, having a full-on, like, like, solo mom smoke sesh, I guess, like, or having a few of your friends over, or enjoying time with, like, other moms and stuff. Cool, good for you guys. And that article was actually an interesting read, because, like I said, 90% of the stuff in that article can apply to any circle, any group of stoners, anything. For me, though, my ideal smoke sesh is, like, cool lights, a comfy spot to sit, and, like, something something to watch. Something that's going to stimulate me. And I know I've mentioned on my Instagram recently, I believe, the fact that my brother got me the Retroid Pocket 2 for Christmas, which is a retro emulator. It's like a handheld console thing. Super slick. But I've been playing so many arcade games. This last week, I've played fucking Contra. i played Mega Man 2. I was playing Double Dragon, Super Contra, like Metal Slug, all these games, dude, that I used to literally play on a full-size arcade machine at Pizza Hut, like back, back in the day, back in the day when you could go into like a Pizza Hut and they had like, I mean my brother says they still have it, I'm not 100% sure, but like the salad bar, they had like a section where you could even get tacos at a pizza place, like they had the soda fountain was right there. Then across from the Soda Fountain was, like, the back exit, the emergency exit. And right next to it was these fucking two arcade machines. And one had, like, racing games and, like, a couple of fighting games and shit on it. But the other one had Super Contra, Mega Man, fucking uh, Pac-Man, Mrs. Pac-Man. I think it even had um, Pole Position on it at one point. And if you guys know what those games are, congratulations, you passed the ID check. But, like... Yeah, and if, you, if you've if you ever played on an arcade machine, let me know what your favorite arcade game is. Find a way to tell me. You know, I, I looked over and I looked over and I said, like, oh man, I can add listeners' voice comments to my freaking video, like my videos, my podcasts. And I think it would be cool maybe to do an entire podcast episode and focus on, like, your guys' reactions. So that's something that I kind of look forward to collecting, like, the clips from and everything. But either way, I'm going to go get baked. I'm gonna go start my day, kick it off with a cup of coffee, probably a red Bull actually. And you know I, I gotta go get a little bit motivated. I got a little couple of things I gotta get done today. so you know what? I'm gonna rock out everybody else. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And again, thank you guys for the views like skyrocketing this last week. I super duper appreciate it. Go check me out on Instagram again, that's at Nikki at l e e n i k y. I uh, I hope you guys enjoy. Stay lifted. Stay awesome. Stay stoned. And I will see you. No, I won't. But I will know you're there in the next episode of the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. Later, everybody.